Shut up and sit down. What is going on, everyone? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 92 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. It's good to be back, guys, after after missing last week. So thanks for having me back on. <laughs> It's good to have you back, Jeremy. Yes, welcome back, man. And, and Scott, like I said, I, I have to say, like I said, your, your your intro game, like I said, it's it's it's, a, it's starting to get more and more on top. It's 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 on point now that I fucked it up enough. Time. <laughs> it sounded like real fire too, Scott. Yeah, actually, fire noise. Like I said, if I if, if if I had to, you know, if I was in the room, I felt like I was on fire. <laughs> I literally I can felt feel like the I was heat on fire. coming off you. Scott. The, the the heat was strong. Oh, that, that's just my animal magnetism. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> There's no denying that. You know what, guys, though? It's been a week. It has it's been, been, a, been week. a week. It has been a week. It has been a week. So, uh, to, to go through, I think Nate probably has the best. It's been a week. So, I'm going to I'm gonna force him to do last. So, <laughs> what fair. has been going on with the other guys lately? Is the best? It's um, So... Uh, so I, so I, I got I got it and it's it's been a week. Um, so I had I actually got something pretty cool yesterday. Uh, so I have a, a uh, so one of my friends Cliff he came into town um, has been going kind of going through a couple of different places in Austin and he actually I, I wish I had it near me I'd, I'd, I'd actually show you guys. Uh, he actually brought me uh, some stuff from the pop up shop in from Marvel Tokyo. Um, oh, cool. so I got like, like all this like Marvel Tokyo, like end game stuff, these, like these, uh, little like acrylic, like figures, like I said, they're all from Tokyo. Um, it's pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool stuff. Like, um, and then like, like random stuff that they had too. Like they had, um, so probably the two of the coolest things that he got me was these, uh, Tokyo press kits, um, from when they released, get this spawn back in 1997. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wow. So, but it's like the, it's like the a, John Leguizamo and yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's Michael yeah. J. White one. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a Tokyo press kit from Spawn, like, and it's nice. like in crazy awesome condition. Like, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. That's got to be cool. rare. I don't know. It's 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 cool. It's like I said, it's just and also just because it's from Tokyo, like I said, it just it just makes it that much that much cooler. Like, it's it's pretty awesome. So, shout out to Cliff, like I said, for uh, for for getting me that. Nice, sweet. What do you got, Scott? Because I got nothing. Well, yeah, mine's kind of. Re- I got a little something related to Nate's, but what do you got? I, I honestly have nothing for this week. I it was a very <laughs> low key week for me, so I'm gonna say it has not been a week for me. <laughs> well, let's kick off the bad news. We're not like. Well, the good news is San Diego Comic Con is next week. The bad news is none of us are going to the Funko booth. That's really sad considering like the amount of chances you guys had and that, uh, you know, you have uh, 
how many vote like you get like what 20 like suggestions per day right like yeah it depends on the day the, the way they did the exclusives letter this time is you got tokens um so it was get... like maybe like 17 to 21 something like that it was it was all around 20 per day um and i think we went all in at least for one of the days uh but that's okay you know, you know, you know what that is. I said it's a mind fuck to basically think that you have a chance at actually getting something. You're like, hey, yeah. you know what? I have 17 chances, or I have, I have 21 chances to, to, to be able to get this. And you know what? You know what that means? That means you don't have a chance whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So Larry brought up a really good point before we had started the show when he was like, "Yeah, that's even though I put in all my 20 like tokens into the the Funko thing." That's still 20 tokens against 10,000 people that might also want that. So, yeah, your chances, even if you go all in, are super, super low, which is very sad. Even if it's like half that, right? 5,000 people. You get 20 tokens. Like, right. That's a little little sketch. Yeah, it's funny because you get into that exclusive portal and you're like, oh, I got a lot of tokens I can use here. This is great. And you start putting them in the stuff that you want. And, you know, I put into Funko as well because I've, I've tried to get into Funko every single year. I don't collect a lot of Funko, but I try to get in for my friends, Jeremy, Larry, even Scott. If they want something from Funko, I try to get in for them. And in the last four years, I have not been able to get into Funko at all. So that remains to be one of the hardest things to purchase, I think, at SDCC. Um, I hope we get some kind of turn of luck and maybe they do some kind of random opening in the line. So we can get in there, but um, it's pretty crazy how tough it is to get Funko stuff. And, and, and you know what? Like I said, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn back time. I said I'm gonna go back to you know to like you know like the, the 1800s. Are you gonna and, be and, shared? And, if I could turn back time. Exactly. No, I said I think just because you know what? While everyone's busy at the the Funko booth and all these other booths and stuff that they got they actually got they got into, I think I'm gonna go towards these other booths. To where, like I said, where they they don't have like I said, the lotteries assigned them like fig pin and things like that. So I'm going back to the bartering system. So like I said, if I can, you know, like you know, like hey, I got this, you know, let's uh, let's do a little tradesies, you know, let's, let's can we can we can we do that? Um, so I'm bringing back bartering. You know what, little house on the prairie style. Let's let's barter for some shit. <laughs> Perfect. You scratch so, my back, I'll scratch yours, type of thing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And if there's anybody I want scratching my back, it's Nate. Yeah. <laughs> so Nate. I said we'd save you for last, so let's go through. So we talked about what we didn't get, but I think you got some stuff, right? Yeah, I actually had some good luck in the raffle, all things considered, even though we didn't get Funko. I did go in for Hasbro. Um, the Hasbro booth's always you know, pretty crazy. They always have some really great exclusives, so I wanted to try for that. Um, and then I also put in for Bluefin Distribution, which is basically Tamashi Nations. They make... The SHF um, Dragon Ball figures, they do a lot of uh, Marvel stuff. So I'm definitely going to be grabbing a couple of those. So I did get into that, which is pretty cool. Um, so I'm pretty pretty stoked about that because uh, some of that stuff you can't buy unless you have a raffle ticket. Um, so you just can't get into it by walking up. You have to get into the raffle. So I'm pretty stoked about that. So, so what that means, Nate, is you're going to be spending a lot of money <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this weekend. True. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to be spending money this weekend. I've been I've been budgeting for a while, at least for the last month, trying to save up because uh, I know I'm going to go ham. But you kind of have to. This is your one chance to get some of these items. They're not going to be available for resale. Some of them aren't. 
outside of the con. So if you're going to, if you're thinking about getting it, you might as well hop on it because even if you don't want it down the line, it's not going to be hard to get rid of. No, I, I, I agree. And like I said, I think, uh, well, regardless, like I said, we should, you know, silver lining to everything. I said, we, at least we get to get in there on preview night. Like, you know, that, yes. that, that, that's, that's a better chance than, you know, a good, a good majority of people. Um, right. So I, I think, I think we can still, you know, grab some awesome exclusives, really have some awesome, uh, really have some awesome content to actually share with our audience as well. Maybe I can meet up with a few friends along the way as well. I think, I think I, it, it'll still be epic. Yeah. I mean, we focus a lot on the raffle, but there's tons of stuff that you can buy outside of the raffle just by walking up to the booths. Like NECA is one of them, which has got some huge exclusives. You just walk up to that and buy it. Mezco, that's another one. Fig pin, like you guys were talking about. So there's still going to be a lot of stuff that we have access to. It's a bummer, but it still doesn't ruin the time. No, absolutely not. I think it's I think it's one of those things too that uh, you know what it's still surreal. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna be in San Diego on Wednesday. I know. Isn't that, isn't that nuts? It's crazy. I've been looking forward to this all year, and now all of a sudden it's right around the corner. Yeah, it's all of a sudden it's right around the corner. It's here, and I just I I still feel like completely unprepared. Um, and so they said, so I'm going to, I'm going to pose a question. So while, while Larry's getting back on, um, I want to pose a question to you guys. Like, have you done anything to prepare or are, are you, are you, have you bought anything to, to kind of prepare, uh, for the con or, or events surrounding the con, uh, like in these weeks leading up to it? I did get a backup charger. Yeah, I got stuff. Yeah, and I did buy a, a really bad shirt. I, you can kind of see it right there. Yeah, uh, behind it. That's my really bad tiki shirt for fun days. <laughs> nice. So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Nah, so I I said so I've actually I've 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 done some some pretty legit preparing. Um, so like I said, one Scott to your point, like I said, I I, I actually have a pretty obnoxious Hawaiian shirt. So like fun days, I'm set. Plus like I said, I have a couple of other kind of things in my sleep for fun days. Um, but then like, even like, like other like exclusives and stuff like that. So like I said, right before the, right before we started the stream, we were all, we were all kind of looking at some of the different Mondo exclusives and, and stuff like that. And so Scott, I know you're excited for that, uh, that detective Pikachu poster. Uh, yeah. Like that, I, that... I, I, I'm telling you right now, you guys, I'm not going to be there for the day that it's, it's, dropping it, i am charging you guys <laughs> to get me that poster if you have to punch a child in the face to get it you punch a child in the face to get that poster you you, you gotta you, do what you gotta do for your friends you heard it here they said so we are going to be punching children in the face yeah. um but no i, I saw... leave it up to anybody else who's out there if you see it because i know like clint i know you're going to be there i don't know if you're going to be on that day but i like if you're going to be there and you walk by the Mondo booth, and they have those available. Like I am good for it. I will pay you back plus like interest for going out of your way. Find your I need that poster. <laughs> yeah, Mondo's got some really awesome stuff. The Detective Pikachu, Pikachu. Uh, Comic Con poster is limited to the one seventy five, so I can see why Scott's after that. Definitely going to try to get it. But they also have that really cool Batman Hush poster that we were talking about. Yeah, um, looks like. You know, straight off the comic book, uh, Jim Lee style. It looks really cool. No, that was uh, well, that was. I the, also, uh... if 
it, for anybody who doesn't like go check out some of the stuff that they have because it's pretty cool but i do like how they did the batman that's kind of like the end of the spider-verse where he's like doing the backflip and the cape becomes the city like yeah that that's that, that was really cool and then they brushed out that hush poster and that thing's pretty choice no that 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 hush poster looks so that's literally that's from one of the comics I always wanted, I could never get. I said it's it's from the cover of a, a comic I could never get a, like get my my hands on, just because it was so freaking expensive. So that image is actually from the retailer incentive cover uh, of basically when they closed out Hush. Uh, so they released mm-hmm. basically this retail incentive cover of Batman six hundred eight, um, and it's it's that entire it's it's that image. It's, and it um, is a super rare comic, and it's a super rare comic, and it's, yeah. if it's incredibly hard to get and so having that in 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 poster form do yeah it's i i'm all over that and honestly yeah. like i said there, there's one there's one thing i said that I, I i saw someone unbox it and i saw i saw i saw it and i almost i saw it basically not in person but in someone actually hold it in their hand um there's something at tamashi nations um they have that i said that uh metal gundam figure Dude, that thing is freaking awesome. Like, yeah, have you seen that? Uh, yeah, I have seen that. It looks really cool. And is that made of all metal, right? It's all metal. Yeah, Yeah, it's a freaking awesome figure. You could, you could, you take that to the head if somebody throws that at you and you're going down. (laughs) Like, that's God, I got some weight to it. Well, I. It's hey man, little, like we were talking about, I got into the Bluefin booth. I think that's being sold through there. Yeah, so it's a, it's a le- it's a it's a legit figure. Like it's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, uh, definitely some really cool exclusive the Mondo stuff. I, I might have to get something for myself while I'm looking for Scott. Uh, I didn't know that about that Hush one, but I have a lot of the Hush uh, issues, but I don't obviously have that cover. Yeah, that that's another good one if you can sneak an extra one. My direction. That's a like to <laughs> yeah. have. The Detective Pikachu is a must have. Well, well right. speaking of, <laughs> speaking of prepare. So like so honestly, like so the, uh, once I saw that, yeah. once I saw these posters, and, and, and that's what I was, I'm talking about preparing. So I actually bought an expandable like poster tube, like a hard poster tube, um, that I said I can basically like tr- transport these posters in. Um, Smart man. Yeah, like. Yeah. So so yeah. So those are the those say yeah, Scott. Those are the mailers. Like this. Yeah, this, I got the mailers. I yeah, got a bunch of them. This thing that I'm talking about. Like, it literally like I said it, it can expand from like like the little like print posters all the way up to like the full on like full size movie one sheet posters. Um, and so I'm like I bought that. And then Scott, I know you. I know you bought some too. So I'm gonna do my plug for uh, for Shumi Nation right now. So shout out to Shumi. Uh, so for because we're actually going to fun days as well. And when you're going to fun days, like I said, like I said obviously you're walking away with some Funko Pops. So even though we didn't get into the Funko booth, we're walking away with some Funko Pops uh, from fun days. And so in order to protect those, like I said you have to you know you got to slap them a protector. And what better protector than the ones that Shumi? So go to shumistore.com, enter code STS guys, save yourself ten percent. Uh, like I said, I have a crap load of Shumi protectors. It's the best. Yeah, it's the it's best. The best. Hey, Larry, there is back. So now we can actually go on and let's talk about. Well, well hold, on. hold so on. Wait, Larry, you said oh, I forgot in the chat. You said you had, and it's been a week. So how have, has it been a week, Larry? I have one thing for it's been a week, and uh, Nerd Crew actually reminded me about it. Jeremy and I haven't really talked about this yet, but Jeremy, what are your thoughts about these fugitive toys mystery boxes with either the Parks and Rec 
Andy Dwyer wearing a mouse rat shirt or the chase Johnny Karate. Johnny yeah, Johnny Karate. No, okay, so Larry, we we talked about this. We did a little bit. Yeah. We did a I don't even bit. know if you don't you don't even know, you don't even know, dude. Yeah. Um so yeah, so you, like I I don't even know all the details cuz they're a little sketchy at this moment, but like there's 500 Andy Dwyer pops give or take. There's like 420 of the mouse rat shirt and maybe like 80 something of the of the Johnny Karate um and fugitive toys what was it thursday yeah thursday afternoon threw them up in these mystery boxes uh there's a hundred dollar mystery box that you can get the johnny karate and a 25 dollar mystery box they can get the andy wearing the mouse rat t-shirt but, but now as we said it's not a guarantee they're selling more oh. mystery boxes than those pops yeah so they 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 put up somebody said it was a hundred of the hundred dollar one and i think somebody said like two thousand of the 25 dollar one right but so, you don't know how you don't know how many are inserted into this round, and they've already said they're bringing them to San Diego, yes. and they're bringing them to New York, and any other con that they're in between now and then too. So, so, so but so as we were talking though, so you're spending a hundred bucks to maybe get that pop, but we have no idea what else they're throwing in these mystery boxes or whether it's even worth that, right? Like, have they brought up anything else that could potentially be in them? So the no no god no, um. So the only kind of good thing is, uh, the hundred dollar one. They they did say that uh, you'll get a vaulted or rare pop or whatever with the value uh, of around ninety dollars. So that's not bad. No, that's a, um, that's a good consolation. Really, it's it's a pretty like yeah, you're throwing a hundred bucks, <laughs> but it's a pretty low risk as long as you're going to get most of your money back. Yeah. Um, that's, so they see, went, that's what I'd be worried about is not getting back what it is like these mystery boxes tend to happen. Jeremy, you can back me up on this. We've we've gone through the mystery box game quite a bit. Uh, a lot of times you're like, so, I don't even think this is worth like the 30 bucks that I spent so, on this box. So, yeah. so true. Um, so but if I if I'm have the chance to get a $90 pop, I said I don't feel I don't feel as bad. So I, I think I'm in. I think I think I'm in this game. I said, I said if I can get to the fugitive booth, I think I'm in. And dude, they have to like. I shouldn't plug this so much, right? Like, it's going to be horrible. No one should go to the fugitive toys booth in San Diego Comic Con. But no, but Larry, if I was but Larry's gonna go. If I Larry was fugitive toys, if like they sold these, they sold these mystery boxes on Thursday, right? They don't ship to August fifth, so that's like three, four weeks from now, whatever. Um, the first time anyone's going to have this Andy Pop in their hand is by going to the fugitive booth in San Diego. You think that they'd kind of overload these that way. They're making sure somebody goes on social media and be like, Hey, check out this cool pop. I got just to build the hype around their future mystery. I got Johnny karate. Yeah, exactly. So Jeremy's right. Fugitive toys is like going to be one of my first stops. I already bought a hundred dollar mystery box online. So uh, so how many, how many more are you going for? I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Larry. At least one. We, we talked about how ridiculous this is. <laughs> Dude, we I didn't, made mention of this on himself. Thursday. I know. Then I drove home. I, right, before I got home, I got the, the Twitter alert that the boxes were up. I pulled over the side of the road. I saw guaranteed $90 value. I didn't even realize what I was buying. I didn't know you couldn't get the mouse rat one in it. I, but I pulled the trigger. It sold out in what, like four minutes? I texted Jeremy like, hey, dude, these fugitive bucks are up. I went back to look and they were sold out. Yeah, they were it was that fast. Dang. 
So I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll be buying one. Like, re- remember like an episode or two ago and I was like, oh, I really want to be Parks Rec complete. Like that's out the window. There's there's no chance because like people are speculating uh, how much this these Andy Pops are going to be worth. I think everything I've seen on Reddit is super low. Uh, like that 96, like the one that's less than 100, it's going to be like a $1,000 pop. Yeah, easy. Yeah, any, that Ooh, hopper yeah, pop that's 40. Yeah. So, so, so if we were putting this in for the, that stupid gold hopper pop. Yeah, um, thousands, but, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's worth a couple thousand, right? Jeez. Yeah, there's so, 40. And, 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 there, and there's 40 of that. So it's at least a thousand dollar pop. Well, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think just because is, I think this franchise has a has a more wide, like I said, a wider following too than just basically a stupid gold repaint of a hopper. Because yeah, this figure, oh, yeah, exactly. this, like, because this figure doesn't exist. Super popular. Yeah. But the fact that it's kind of a unique character and it's not just gas yeah, spray painted gold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's a unique so, mold. It's a it's a it's a unique mold for this limited figure. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? That you know what, Scott? Nuts. Be, I think the deciding factor on whether or not I'm going all in on these fugitive boxes was not getting into the Funko booth. <laughs> right. So I'm not <laughs> that, spending that money. That. I gotta buy something. So guess what, fugitive toys. As long as I get a shot, because I don't know how many of these boxes they're going to have, it's probably not going to be that many. Uh, I I think I got to go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's worth a shot, right? Yeah, and whatever. Like you said, you have to kind of pivot and move sometimes with your plans based on what STC throws at you. Yeah. and you So know, that, that's part of the prep. All right. So you know what I'm thinking, though? So, so, so if we're going for these boxes and we do get them, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out there now, live unboxing. Oh yeah, from from the floor. We're from not even making floor. it back to the hotel. Yeah, from the floor. Ooh, yeah, do a live stream right on the floor. Right, right on the floor. Yeah. Like, so you'll either see happiness from Larry or, or, or utter destruction. Yeah. Or I'm gonna chuck soul. my ninety dollar pop across the <laughs> <laughs> floor. I fuck all, this. This is really sad, but I'm almost kind of hoping to see just like <laughs> Oh, don't it, say it's that. gonna be like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory when he opens his candy bar and he's he sure is the winner, and it's not, and he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just I, starts I'm to lose hoping it. for that. It's possible, man. But yes, there will be an unboxing video at least when I get the one. Uh, right, I got one on the way. It's sometime in August, there'll at least okay. be a Fugitive Toys hundred dollar mystery okay. box unboxing video I, I, on our YouTube. I'm, I'm just gonna throw this out there now. What if you are the sole owner of two Johnny Karate's? <laughs> that would be oh, crazy. Damn. That yeah. would be crazy. He would own it, own the Funko world. Well, and the funny thing is, I think I know Larry enough. I don't even think he'd get rid of them. Nope. I think I think he I think he would keep both. I think he would keep. He'd both probably of them. open one up. <laughs> I don't think Larry just to piss people off. Yeah. Um, hey, look at know, this. You know, a good guy Larry knows another big Parks and Rec fan, and he would probably hook that person up. So I know who that is. Yeah, as as I would expect, they would do for me if they got yeah. to. So fair. So that Spe- would be uh, so, a super mega uh, haul, Larry. If right. you got that rare pop at STCC. Speaking of super, super mega, <laughs> and speaking of pops, we still have a really amazing giveaway going on, right, guys? The Super we Mega do. Stranger Things prize pack giveaway. Wait, Wait, did you say Super Mega Stranger Things prize pack giveaway? I think he I said, think he said Super Mega Stranger Things prize pack giveaway. I think he did say Super Mega Stranger Things prize pack giveaway. 
I did say Super Mega Stranger Things prize pack giveaway. This one's a tongue twister. <laughs> it is. It is. They all are. <laughs> entered, you're missing out. Daily entries are available, and the entries just yes. continue to keep going up. STSGuide.fun is where you want to enter. And get yourself, get yourself a bunch of pops, two signatures, and some other random Stranger Things shit that we can find. What? Right? Wait. What? Yeah, wait. Sign you want to know what you can win? You can win that. Gate Metarazzo. Yeah, Gate Metarazzo. Hey, hey, and 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 to and to make a certain somebody happy, it's got a certificate Ooh, of authenticity. JSA. It's JSA certified. JSA it certified. Does. That really like ups the, the value for me. That's like one of the top authentication services around. <laughs> you could also get this Billy Bobby Brown signed eight by ten photo. It's not JSA, but it comes with a hologram from the guys who put on Phoenix Comic Con. That ain't too bad. Square egg. And that's a pretty relevant picture because if you watch season three, there's flashbacks to that exact scene. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. quite quite amazing that that exact scene was in there. Like, that's the one that we have signed. Yeah, it's, it was it, it lined up actually perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> we yeah. didn't plan that, and that's right? amazing. What a way to make our, our season one photo relevant to season three. Yeah. Thank you, Duffer Brothers. All right. But you got five other pops. You got an, you got what? Three eleven pops, including the one with uh, the electrodes that's from that photo. I got a Scoops Ahoy Steve. There is Dustin from the Snowball Dance. Yeah, I get five pops. That's sixth pop signed by Dustin and the 8 by 10 plus this Hopper badge, what? plus whatever Stranger Things crap we can prop, throw in. Prop replica Hopper badge. It's Woo. pretty boom. This is a super mega giveaway. And there's already 3,020 entries. There's only 13 days remaining. So if you haven't already joined, you should really get on it because the daily entries are what have you know people have won from on our last few giveaways. It really sure. pays off. And we're going to be at STCC. If you guys see us, we'll give you a secret code for 50 points. If you see us at STCC, we'll give you a secret code. You enter it, you get 50 points. You're also going to get our exclusive STS Guys pin uh, at Comic Con, so we showed that a couple episodes ago. Episodes yeah, two episodes ago. ago, yeah. You know, uh, we're gonna give you all kinds of STS guys swag. We got cards, we got stickers, we got fridge magnets. I mean, we're gonna get Hogs. you all STS yeah, guys up. You're gonna be swagged beyond imagination. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know what? The, I, you know what's impressive though? Like I said, I said right before I said I jumped on the stream. Um, good work on the design, guys, of the STCC flyer. I will uh, be getting those ooh, printed up here gonna be very soon. Out. So, so we can't show the flyer on the stream, but I said I'd have to say kudos to the guys. And like, you know, it's 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 a good flyer. I like it. Uh, flyer update, Scott. I got it figured out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk after this. Yeah, that's fine. We'll Dude, get you it. don't even know. Like the flyer's been a mess, Jeremy. Like I made a couple versions and it. Turned oh, out they turned crap. out awful. <laughs> they were they were but not I, good. <laughs> it's taken me like all week but i finally figured it out today i've got a nice high res good printable version it's going to be on bright sts guys green paper and like nate said you're going to get that code on the back that we can get your 50 bonus entries if there's already 3,000 entries like you need those 50 bonus entries so come find us go home with a bunch of stuff and hopefully win our super mega stranger things prize pack giveaway it's the now, best it's, it's the, the best, best. <laughs> now speaking of comic-con Yes. Marvel is going to be unveiling oh. their plans for the next phase of, of movies. Seems like it. Seems like that, that's kind of the plan. 
But they had their last movie of the current phase, what, a week and a half ago that came out. We yeah. still need to talk about that fucking movie. And that is Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, and I, I know all of us have actually gotten a chance to see it. I just saw it today. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. Which nice. I am actually surprised, Jeremy, that you waited that long to see a Spider-Man movie. Well, just, just to be fair. It, honestly, like I said, I've just been like so preoccupied with like other things going on. And so it's just I just haven't had a chance. And I finally got a chance. To, I finally got some free time today. And I... I'm super excited to talk about this movie. Yeah, and so, I, I said, and I feel vindicated for an end credit scene for. Oh no! <laughs> so that's the thing we got to talk about. I, I, there's that specific well, scene. Well, what are we talking about? Oh, we're gonna go straight into it. No, no so let's even, go through. Said, say, we're what not, is the name of the movie here? Yeah. Go, I, I fucking said Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh, like I go. said it earlier. <laughs> so. Um, spoiler that, alert! Spoiler uh, alert! For spoiler sure. alert! Uh, it's been out long enough. You better like if you're gonna see it, you're gonna see it. Um, uh, the scene that Jeremy is talking about, I w- was a scene where I audibly was like, "Yes!" Like I like yelled in the theater. It was amazing. We'll talk about that one later. I want to start with ratings, though. I just want to yeah. say, "Fucking told you guys." <laughs> what I I was uh, with this movie too. Keep in mind, I, I just want to say, I just want to say, I told you so. That uh, we're whole, definitely gonna have, whole, to have a discussion. Yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. Movie, all the opinions. It's Let's a multiverse. It's a multiverse. Oh, he's a fucking liar. Um, <laughs> as, as it was the case. But let's go around with ratings to start with. What does everybody rate it at? Let's start with uh, Larry. Let's start with you because you're always the uh, uh, the lower the one. Spot. And I think it's going to be the case with this one. First up, Larry, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I get to talk first, so I get to say all the things. Um, so real quick, like I, I know we were all a little concerned that the trailer showed too much, but right on from the first scene, it was apparent that the trailer only showed like the first part of the movie, uh, which was cool. Um, like second part was good. I enjoyed it. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal uh, and Mysterio was a gr- pretty good villain. Um, so I liked all that. I liked the special effects, liked all the Spider-Man swinging scenes. They've really upped their, uh, quality on a lot of those effects and stuff. So again, awesome. Uh, as far as the like ranking, it's, dude, it's hard because out of five, come on, Larry. Yeah. Hold on. So I, I preface. <laughs> so like, it's hard being the first MCU movie after, uh, end game because end game was so good and far from home is not end game. So I'm going to give it a three out of five. It's good. Middle of the road. Nice. It's all right. All right. Who's next, Scott? Nate, let's go with you yeah. since you just chimed in. <laughs> um, yeah. So I kind of agree with Larry on this one. Um, it's hard to follow up Endgame. Uh, Endgame was so good. And I do like Spider-Man, but there's just some things about Far From Home that didn't really hit home for me. Um, I, I think I like Homecoming better. I don't think that's the popular opinion. I think, I don't know. From what yeah. I've seen, most people prefer Far From Home. According but, to Funkos with Chris in the chat, Far From Home is the superior movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was good. It was just, uh, I don't know, maybe it was the Mysterio story that was so close to the comics, which one thing I did like, but it also made the movie seem very predictable for me. Like there was no real big surprises. Like, okay, the elementals are fake. This guy's been lying the whole time. Everybody fell for it. Now he has a redemption story. I mean, it was all played out very well. It just felt a little predictable. So long story short, I'm going to go 
Three out of five. I'm going to agree with Larry on this one. Three out of five. All right, uh, All right. Jeremy. Since Jer- no, so Jeremy is the, the one to see it recently, and he is the biggest Spider-Man fan out of all of us. I want him to go last, <laughs> so right, I'm going to jump in. So I actually, uh, I'll say to you guys, I actually very much enjoyed the movie. Um, I think they did a really good job with Mysterio, uh, being that instead of being just a person that's good at special effects, bringing in a bunch of people from like scorned Stark employees so that Mysterio isn't a single person. It is a group of people working together. Um, I think that was one of the things that, that really stuck with me that they did a really good job of how do you make that character normal? It's like, it was a cool way to make it like modern and updated. You know how like they tried to make electro like blue. So he's not wearing that crazy yellow headdress thing. Like, yeah, it made it, it it made it uh, believable. Right mm-hmm. now, I did have a little bit of issue. I really felt that the MJ, who's not MJ, uh, <laughs> she loves, is MJ. She's not that MJ. She's not that MJ, but she is an MJ. Uh, I I did think that the kind of love story aspect of it was a little forced. Like it 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 didn't feel natural. And I know that they had to try to get that out there because everyone was expecting it. Um, but it, it didn't feel like it flowed like in the best way, like uh, too much stuff. It tried to squeeze it in. And I think that they, they could have found a more like organic way to, to introduce that. Um, maybe start with her being like, yeah, I know you're Spider-Man. Like I figured it out. And then kind of go from them like bonding over that to then become a couple versus it being like, oh, I want to date her and like him having trouble with it. Dude, uh, he, he didn't even put much up any fight about that. She's like, I no. think you're Spider-Man. He's like, no, I'm not. I think you're Spider-Man. Yeah, you. Yeah. OK. okay. Oh, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Like, yep. They should have played that out a little bit more. Yeah, like it, it was a little bit forced for me. But outside of that, like I think they did a really, really good job with it. Um, and kind of kept a lot of the stuff in and yeah the the two it's really rare for me to say that both end credit scenes blew my mind but both end credit scenes of this movie blew my mind yeah best best i'm gonna go ahead and say best end credit scenes of any mcu movie yeah both of them like were the best top one and two right uh so i'm gonna go a little bit higher than you i'm giving that Four four point two five out of five is what I'm 4. giving that movie. 5. Yeah, I'm trying to go like a little bit. Like it's a little bit better than a four, but not quite a four and a half for me. So, right. but All like right, Jeremy, we'll, we'll we'll start with four. So yeah, Jeremy. All right, you just saw it. I what just are your it. thoughts? It's, it's it's fresh in my mind, and so I'm gonna give my rating right away. I'm not, I'm not, so that way I can explain why. So I thought it was really good. Um, I'm going actually a three and a half. Um, okay. So I'm a little bit lower on this movie. Um, not not for the fact that it wasn't good. Uh, it's I, I there's a lot of things that that hit really high notes for me with this movie. I said I, I like that they're keeping it. They're not trying to cram too much into these movies. Like I said, I, I like that they Mysterio was the villain, and that was it. And I like that they didn't try to cram. Like I said, they they don't do that that whole downfall of every single superhero movie out there is where they try to cram too much into this. I, I said I really I really like that that aspect. Everyone was really worried that Chameleon was going to show up, and after about halfway through the movie, I, I really thought, 
we don't need another villain. Like, like I really hope they don't try to cram something well, else and, in And here. I was kind of hoping that he would actually show up, but like not be like any type of part of the story. It's just literally just a flash of yeah. like this is this is a this is the person. Um, so, so my original thought was I was hoping that Mysterio wouldn't be found out to be a fraud until the very end, and he would actually help them fight Chameleon. That that was kind of like my hope. Yeah. Now, so I said the the, the things I, I didn't like. I said I, the the love story arc of it. Like I said, I think I literally said so you guys took the words out of my mouth. I think that I think it was I think it was a little forced, and I think that. So, and I think it's because they didn't focus on MJ nearly as much in in Homecoming as they did did in, it did in this movie, and so you can tell in this movie they tried to basically get the audience like they tried to force MJ down the audience's throat a little bit. Yeah, that, and that's to, what and, I was and, saying. And, like, and it's such really, a forced thing to, to really get yeah. her inter- to basically really get her attached to the audience. Like yeah. and you can tell that she's gonna play some type of part when when the third movie comes out. I, well, uh, it I almost does the counter opposite though, because it yeah. makes me like, ah, oh, man, I don't, like her. I don't like this character yeah, as much. Uh, yeah, it's, it's and that I really think it's their way of saying like, we all know you want Mary Jane Watson. You're not gonna get Mary Jane Watson, but we have this MJ and just push that one like in front of everybody. This is your MJ for the MCU. Hold on, does anybody even know what MJ stands for? Michelle Jones? I don't even remember. You're just guessing. You don't know. No, no her name. They didn't talk about it, did they? No, no, no. In this movie, they didn't talk about it. They didn't. At the end of the last one, she said her first name is Michelle, but everyone calls her MJ. Yeah. So I think it's. uh, Yeah, I would have to see because she is actually a character. Chris Chris says uh, Michelle Jones. Yeah. So I was right, Michelle Jones. All right. So yeah, so she is an official (laughs) comic book character, but yeah. It's she was okay, uh, but you guys are right. Like, uh, does this lead to the after credit scenes? No, no, no. So can, we talk, can, we talk about, can we talk about more right. of the, the, the in movie stuff real quick first? Okay, okay, what do you got? Um, so no, I want to save the end credit stuff for last because yeah. it's so oh, that's a discussion on its own. So, uh, how, how much you guys want to bet that we're gonna have Fantastic Four announced during this MCU? Well, like, they kind of hinted at it, they hinted the there's a huge hint at it. In in, yeah. in this movie, like what was it? Yeah. I didn't catch it. So 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 at the at the, at the very end of the end movie, credits. No, no, it wasn't even the end credits. It is. No. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. No, it's at the very end when he does right after he does the selfie. Yeah. So he's swinging with he's he's he's, he's swinging with M, MJ at the every point. He he lands, does the selfie, and then at the bare, very at the very back, you see a banner. It says one, two, three, and then a question mark, and it says, "Are you excited for what's coming next?" And they're each. You got a hint though, Jeremy, that each of those numbers is in a circle. Yeah, it's in a circle. Yeah, like the, the Fantastic oh. Four circle. Yeah, Fantastic yeah. Four logo stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like one, two, three, and then the four, which would be the Fantastic Four logo, is missing and it has the dot, dot, dot. Nice. Which I think means that Avengers Tower is going to become the Baxter Building. I think that's what they're building when he goes through it. That would be awesome. cool. So uh, I yep. I'm I think I think I'm I'm ready to plant my stake in the ground right now, and I think <laughs> one thing in, in phase so, four well, is we'll we'll get a well, fantastic four. Go ahead. They have to do something big. Yeah. Right. They can't just show up and be like, "Here's Black Panther two. Here's Doctor Strange two. Here's Black Widow two. Everything you guys already knew, we just haven't announced yet. Right. That's not that exciting. There's got to be that 
oh my god moment. No, yeah. there, there's gonna be Fantastic yeah. Four, and I, I think we'll even have some cast announcements of of yeah. of who, that would be cool. Of yeah, who they, they they're, they're gonna bring out? They're gonna just those sequels. Yeah, they're gonna bring them out to the stage. Uh, uh, basically, who this is the this is who the Fantastic Four are. Like it's 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 gonna be something huge. Um, yeah, like, I think like you know the, Jim from The Office, huge. Yeah, <laughs> they you know they're like dropping. Uh, the movie and now everybody's talking about it i think they did that on purpose like have everybody talk about this movie the little easter eggs that we saw and then sccc dropped the big news yeah um so i want to focus on a couple of story bits if you guys don't mind yeah yeah let's let's do it one of them taps fan kind of brought up that i wanted to talk about is um the way that mysterio was a disgruntled employee which is so much like the iron man movies that we've seen you know iron man 2 uh what Vanko, or is I don't know if I'm saying his name yeah. right. So his he, his dad worked with Tony, right? Uh, you know, stole yeah. and Iron Man three. That guy worked with Tony, and Tony denied his idea. So he's a villain. Th- that guy he, never he, really worked with Tony, though. That guy Tony well, just brushed that guy him. off. Yeah, he was trying to right. sell him something, and basically created this monster. Whatever. He, uh, it, first off, so, honestly, I, I will say the, the Iron Man three, the bad guy. If the rich billionaire doesn't give you time, it does not mean that you become a like a, right. a super villain, right? Like, yeah. well, that was the weakest. Well, like it, one time, Tony Stark said my idea was not good, so I became evil. Well, right? and didn't you tell him to go? Didn't he tell him to go wait up at the roof for him, and he'd be right there? Yeah, you know, I think yeah. Yeah. Him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and a little like, bit. What, and also, like the Mandarin thing, like he had a team of people to create this whole idea of this character. And I yeah. felt like a lot of similarities with Mysterio there. Like, okay, he's a pissed off employee. They're trying to fill the shoes of Iron Man by making Spider-Man, which is very evident in the movie. They, they you know, really yeah. hint on that a lot. I think they're really trying to focus on this is your new Iron Man. This is your new Iron Man. You know, he gave the glasses, the Edith glasses to, to Spider-Man. Um, I, I still which, don't. I think it's gonna be the new Iron Man. I think we're still gonna get a new version of it. Like somebody else is gonna take up that mantle because we even see at the very end, Peter still doesn't want to be Iron Man, right? Like he he wants to be Spider Man, right? Well, I think that that's another thing that kind of bothers me about the Iron Man aspect is that I feel like. Spider-Man gets a lot of help in these movies. And in the comics, I felt like he was much more on his own. He had to figure out his problems. He had to create new ideas, new weapons, new gadgets. And in these movies, it's like, hey, uh, come pick me up. Let's build a new suit together. And then we're going to go create a game plan and go fight the villain. Like, it's just very convenient, which it's cool because it builds, it follows the MCU kind of way they've done these movies. But it also sort of just bothers me because... Classic Spider-Man wasn't really like that. Yeah. How many suits has Spider-Man had since Tom Holland took over? It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Right? He, he just gets all, and now he just has unlimited access to all the Stark technology, apparently. Well, mm-hmm. and then if you saw him even making the suits, like when he actually had to pull up all the stuff you have on Spider-Man, there was there's more there's, comic suits. There, yeah. there was more. Yeah. There's more suits that were already pre-designed. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in in Stark's inventory. Uh, so no, Nate, I, I get exactly what you're saying with, with that. And I, I just think it was done way better though. Like just, it was a believable group, like bringing the dude that Obadiah Stane yells at in yeah. Iron Man one. It was, clever. As a, it was clever. Like you like some of these people 
were in the other movies. Yeah, and it's and another it's Iron Man tie-in, you know, yeah, that like, kind of follows true. with that. Right. And the multiple suits is another thing you guys just mentioned. Iron Man had so many multiple armors, you know, it's yeah. just there's so many similarities now that they're trying to build yeah. between these characters. It's kind of just weird though, because I feel like they're taking away what Spider-Man really classically is, yeah. and now they're making him like this iron spider. Well, to Toby Maguire Spider-Man only needed one suit for three movies. Well, and I here's Te technically he had two, Larry. Yeah, I know the black one. We don't talk about he that. He had he had the yeah. yeah, jazz no, one. I, yeah, I, yeah. And, and so, so I, I totally get it, Nate. But at the same point in time, I think I think the thing, from from my perspective, it's I think this is still the little kid aspect. Like I said, I said this is this is the even even though Toby Maguire was supposed to, be, supposed to be in high school, that that to me I didn't, that was a thirty year old I, man. I, I didn't believe the, the high school and 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 totally. the, the kid aspect of him. Like Tom Holland, like I said. I believe in him as, like I said, the kid Spider-Man, and yeah. he, he like, still is a child, and he's super, yeah. he's super immature. And if he, and if, and if he wasn't mature, and that's like, I think that's why I said I like these these villains that have been in these Spider-Man movies, is because they haven't been like super huge bads. They've been believable bad guys. That this, like I said, this this character and this superhero at his time and this time of in his life, that he could, he could actually defeat. Um, well, and you think like that's a yeah, great point. If if you're an employee and you're like you create this awesome like hologram technology, and the person in charge of the company is like, I'm gonna call it Barf, like <laughs> you'd be and like, and if you speak up about it, you're gonna get fired. Like at a certain point, you'd be like, yeah, fuck that guy too. Like, <laughs> like I would 100% hate my boss if he was like this awesome thing you created. I'm gonna give it a shitty name and then never use it again. Yeah. So I, I, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, I agree with uh, that point that Jeremy brought up. One thing they really do nail is the young factor of Spider-Man. Like he definitely feels like a guy that doesn't really, he's not sure of himself. And that's, what's cool about these movies. You kind of see him develop yeah. into a more confident superhero. Cool. See, that was going to be my point. So thank you for the segue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that was perfect. So yeah, like great. That's what I was going to say. He, he's grown, right? When he first starts fighting Mysterio and Mysterio's throwing him uh, with all these, this fake world, right? He's messing with reality and Peter doesn't know what to do. But then when he goes back to fight him again, he uses his Peter tingle and he's able to defeat <laughs> the bad guy. I, I do, I do uh... love the a, a, calling it the Peter tingle. B, the fact that we actually get like him using and trusting his spider sense i yeah. think that was a great addition to it that it's that was really cool that you're like oh like they, they've thrown hints at it right like his hair standing up on his arm when the in uh, infinity war and everything um it, but having him actually be able to like explain like oh yeah it's this weird feeling i get and this whole aspect and then at the end using it to like see through the uh um the we'll say holograms, right? Illusions, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, that was that was amazing for me, is to see like he's finally using his spider sense. Yeah, he was totally overpowered in that first battle, but right, he's figured things out. Yeah, he got a better suit, whatever. But like, you can see him develop as a hero, which was kind of neat. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because he starts mm -hmm. he starts to then develop strategy and then and, and believe yeah. in himself in regards to like, hey, you know what, I I. I know I can do this, and but and then this is the this is what I need in order to do this. So, for sure. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? I can't think of it now. But uh, 
Yeah, overall, I mean, I thought Mysterio was cool, and I was, I was, when I want to focus on the combat a little bit, like I was really interested to see how they're going to make Mysterio a good fight against Spider-Man, and um, so were the drones that he was using were the same ones that he had acquired from Edith later on, or was it like different drones at the I beginning? I, I think he was using like a variation. It was supposed to be a variation, right? And just the yeah. Edith drones could use that same technology, right? So, but uh, as I you bring up the thing, like the fight scenes with Mysterio and how they handled that was really great. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like he's changing around the the room, and you have a believable, right? We've mm-hmm. seen that technology used, so we see it again that how it works that it changes the room and you know he thinks it's a floor or a, a way down and it just ends up being a floor that he hits and yeah yeah he that sees this whole the whole sequence where mysterio yeah. has him in that, that abandoning that. building was amazing like the zombie iron man oh, uh, yeah. that comes out and then mm-hmm. the whole like i kill nick fury and then he thinks he wins and then the nick fury that he thinks it is like turns yeah. out to be mysterio like it was a really interesting way to create like a weakness no, for yeah. Spider-Man. Well, it's, it's it's that scene, and honestly, one of the other scenes I loved is him choreographing basically the, the final fight scene. Yeah, right where he's like, "Here's how we're gonna do it," and then you see that that actual path happen in again. Like I said, it, it's the fact that it's a group of people that have to get together to make everything happen. I think is is equally as important as just the the fight scenes like just because jake chinhall maybe is gone uh you can have anybody else step up and you could you know no one else was found out you have that other entire group of people that could step in to be mysterio so there's mysterio is not gone no that's a cool way to keep uh keep the villain around like you said jake chinhall may or may not be dead but well, and then there's Mysterio that lives on. Well, and then there was that. There's that quick flash scene. So if you remember the guy that was doing the computer stuff, he did like a quick download of something. I, I think that leads that what he downloads is what leads into uh, the end credit scene that we'll talk about here yeah. shortly. Oh, just talk about it. Okay, so so <laughs> let's go through. So we all know about the movie we talked about. It. We all liked it. It's good. Go fucking see it. Like there's the- not. What was the best part of the movie, Scott? So honestly, the best part of the movie was seeing J.K. Simmons show back up as J. Yes. Jonah Jameson yeah. on screen, bitching about Spider-Man. Like that was such a cool Easter egg. There is no J.J. other than J.K. Simmons, and the fact that they got him to come back and be J.J. again was amazing. Well, I, I like the fact that they said they didn't make him the editor of a newspaper, but they made him basically. It's yeah. almost like the Spider-Man video game, where they basically made him uh, the 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 announcer of of the of the website, and he, also well, the, the, he, well, he's like um, he's a radio, yeah, he's a radio he's not, for show. So, so in the in the game, he's a radio show. In this yeah. one, he's like, uh, yeah, like Taps fan says, he's like Alex Jones, or if you think of uh, uh, what's the fuck it, I'll do it myself, like guy um the dude from fox news what? uh yeah yeah like whatever his name is bill like, he's o'reilly, like bill o'reilly. yeah he's yeah. like a bill he's like a bill o'reilly or an alex jones right he has his own little daily bugle tv show and he is the anchor right. which Again, my- i think fits a really good 
version of JJ for a modern time. Yeah, exactly. You're modernizing like some of the kind of oldish technologies from like the 60s, 70s, or 80s, right? He couldn't be a newspaper editor. Nobody reads newspapers anymore. What if he was a podcaster? Exactly. <laughs> That's basically what he was in the game, dude. He's like a like, vlogger, right? Like yeah. you got to do video, but yeah, it's it's cool. He's he's got the TV show, so yeah. that having him show up is amazing, and then having it be the video where he's accused of causing everything in London, and then they drop his name at and the end picture. of it is even better. <laughs> yeah, name and picture, just yeah. in case everyone was like, there could be multiple Peter Parkers. He. <laughs> They dropped that one like you just think like he's finally coming into his own as a superhero and we have Spider-Man as this alter ego and that gets just shattered immediately. And I think that's it makes me want to see what's going to come next for that character. Mm -hmm. Dude, I mean, if Peter's out, they got to go after MJ. Right. She was part of the next one. Right. Like. And Aunt May. Like, they they're have all the targets. Whole, they could do the whole Aunt May's death. I really hope yeah. they don't go one more day. Yeah, or yeah I'm hoping they don't go that story either. Like, and his friends were actually part of the story a lot. Like, they're always in trouble. He's always saving his friends. So it seems like they always have, like, that piece of him readily apparent. Like, hey, there's family and people that he cares about. So now yeah. I think that's even going to be a bigger thing that everybody knows who he is. To be fair, though, I did rewatch Homecoming, and Ned is not subtle in him asking questions to Peter during that movie. Like, I rewatched that and was like, dude, Ned is like legitimately like, can you do this? Like, yelling (laughs) while they're doing sit ups in gym class. And it's like, everyone in the gym class knows that Peter has some special power. Like, they may not know he's Spider Man, but they're they're, like, at least they're going to be like, why was he asking if he can like lift a bus? <laughs> like That's it's true. like like there's a lot more people that should know Peter as Spider-Man just because Ned is loud as fuck. Ned's um, one of the worst best friends. Yeah, he is the worst best friend to know you have a power. Can can I just say how lame it is that all, apparently Peter and all of his friends did like got dusted or whatever? Because they all come back and they're the same age. That was way too convenient too. Yeah. I, I right, think... Flash, MJ, Ned. They, they apparently they all did. I did like the. We didn't touch on this yet. I did like the explanation at the beginning with the, like blip. the high school news. Oh, that, clip. That, that was, was funny. Cool. That I was did funny. love the guy that's like, my younger brother is now older than me. Like, what the <laughs> yeah, hell's up with yeah. that? Right. Uh, well, they, they, they just. Blipped. And it's funny. Yeah, the blip. yeah, how how casual they just make it. Like, oh, it's the blip. It's like a funny yeah. joke now. You know, they're making fun of the fact that people are older. It, it's weird how they just kind of dismissed it right in the beginning. I, I still have my question though because this this I uh, I asked this during Endgame and you guys were like oh I wonder how that happens so it shows the marching band right that blipped out and then they pop oh, yeah. back in during the, the the game which means you you show back up where you were like disappeared at yeah. the the spot you were dusted right what still happens to people that were on planes like do they just show <laughs> up in that plane ah, and if sorry. and if there's somebody in the seat like how does that work does somebody just show up like in well, your lap or are you now in somebody's lap well and there's no way and though cuz it's yeah, been 5 or just, years or just yeah. like bah. and like yeah planes probably got retired like do you just no, you don't show up to where like, the plane is you show up to where you were in yeah. the physical space and yeah. that plane's not there anymore so you're yeah, falling like, to your death uh, so there's like, like yeah, instant like, death right when people I have, come back I have a lot of questions about that now. I'm like, yeah, like there's planes or like people like in moving vehicles. Like there's there's a lot of questions. I uh, should have added a caveat to the snap. Like put everybody on the ground. 
Yeah, I don't know if they did that, but we'll find <laughs> out. We'll did. see what, what the Hulk thought about when he did that. <laughs> uh, so there's that one. But we got to talk because Jeremy, there's, yeah, a, Jeremy. A second, there's a second end credit scene. You and I called this a long time ago, but it's almost inverted. Yeah. Right? Like they, they changed it on us. So yeah, I, I do got to give. We're giving, we're getting secret invasion. I do have to give credit to Jeremy on this one. He's been calling Secret Invasion for a long time. I don't know if this is technically Secret Invasion, but it yeah. definitely felt like it when they first showed the two until we knew that they were talking to Fury. Well, right. Well, well even I said even so. I said the, the, you see all the scrolls he was with on the thing. I said I said they're they're preparing for something. <laughs> like yeah. like, right. like it's, so, I I I think what he's making is sword, right? And they're they're leading up to that, but I think it's interesting that now we're getting a secret invasion. But it's not that the scrolls are invading, but if you pay attention to that first scene, they say that there's sleeper Cree uh, cells mm-hmm. on Earth. So now we're getting the potential that the Cree may be people that are in power and trying to use that to take over Earth, and we might actually have the scrolls as good guys in this one, well, which. We- we said I a while think ago. It's interesting. We said a while ago there still could be good scrolls and bad scrolls. Yeah, like, so yeah. yeah. But they all don't have to be good. Yeah, I, I, I think the MCU is really trying to set because I mean you have the MCU movies and then the Agents of Shield. It's really setting up that the Kree are just horrible, awful yeah. creatures. Yeah. Well, but, I, and I, th- I think like I said it's just like I said I think. Yeah. Thing, things are things just lined up in in this movie. Like I said, those, those those end credit scenes set up way more than in, like I said to to our to our point earlier. They set up way more than any other movie that, that that's been up that's been up before. Oh yeah. Um, and then plus I said now I said with this I said with hey you know what the scrolls are still a thing. Like I said it, it brings the scrolls back into relevance. The scrolls are still a thing in the MCU. There's like I said mm-hmm. they bring them back they bring them back <laughs> because like I said they, they they're going to be involved in another thing. So right. we also have this the the, the the tease about the Fantastic 4. So I think the big bad of Fantastic 4 is actually going to probably be Super Scroll and I think that's when we're probably going to get our first tease of these quote unquote bad scrolls. I see I really think that they're going to still bank on the Cree, I I really think because then you have still a bad guy for Captain Marvel, you can still have bad guys. I mean, you have Cree with powers, right? You have like the version like Yon Rog and all them that are the non blue skinned like advanced Cree. You can still bring them in and have a super scroll, but have it be a Cree with their powers instead. Like they've shown that the you know the supreme intelligence can give powers or design yeah. somebody so what if they make a person that has the same scroll and basically their version of creating that Cree is what it creates the wave that gives the fantastic four each of those powers uh, like I, I really I, think I, that it might be we don't get shapeshifters it's Cree bad guys that are kind of infiltrating the government whatever it may be i said i, I think i think i think we're gonna get our secret invasion and I we, said, we're, I think, we're still getting a secret invasion I think, but i think i think this i think this can i think this confirms it like i said just like i said there's there's, there's well <laughs> well for this right. so, so what this does is this gets rid of the idea because they tried to do the whole agent shield life model decoy right of all the people and that was not a good storyline at all 
so having it turn out that instead of life model decoys, we're just using scrolls for basically that exact process. Like, I think that uh, we we can kind of have a, a few different storylines. But yeah, we get Secret Invasion, but it's like an inverted version. And I really like where they're going with it because it's you get to tell the story from the comics, but it's not the same story from the comics, right? Like Mysterio was great, but it was the comic book version of Mysterio. It's not a like everyone's like, oh, this Mysterio might actually have powers. No, he didn't. It's the comic book version. So what if we get a secret evasion that's not exactly like the comic books? I think that is going to be interesting. Just, just like we got a civil war that wasn't really anything like the comic books. Mm-hmm. Seems like and so everyone was like, oh, I know it's going to happen because of the Civil War thing. Like, yeah. and it turned it on its head. Like, I, I really th- like that they're going a different direction with it in the MCU than they did in the comics, but still taking that inspiration. And I really want to see where they're going with it. Yeah, I do love how the MCU does use these classic comic stories. Sometimes a pretty one for one, like Mysterio, I thought was really accurate. But then other times it's like, hey, I think I know this story. And then it just totally changes it. Yeah. So I, I, that adds a lot to the storytelling. And it really adds a lot to like the excitement of man, what, what could they do with this? And yeah, you guys are right. They've been focusing a lot on the scrolls and their involvement in the MCU going forward. But I think they've been focusing a lot on them being kind of misunderstood and that the fa- they are working with like them inferior are pals. Yeah. Yeah. So right? that's the whole, the whole so, thing is they're good guys. So answer me this. What was Nick Fury doing? I, I really think he's building sword, which is like the, I don't know what that gal- is. It's the galactic version or universal version of, of it's shield, but shield, it's shield, but shield in space. Yeah. Shield in space. Okay. So multiple planets and different groups of, people are all part all of right. story. That makes sense, right? Because that's so it's kind of like what Captain Marvel's doing, right? She can't be busy on Earth because she's out protecting the galaxy. It's kind of it's kind of like that. Yeah. So yeah he exactly. could be part so, of it. Which so, and then there's the whole uh, oh God, what was it that that Fury was technically in the comics where he he was uh the whole like faceless person behind the the universe keeping everything in check there it was a bad storyline jeremy i know you you know what i'm talking about where you find out that like he was the one that would like overthrow people i i don't remember i can't remember the the name of it but he yeah there's this whole thing where there's like nick fury for the longest time has been this secret agent person for the universe and was actually like creating coups on other planets while he was also like being the Nick Fury on earth. So they're, I think they're trying to lead into that type of storyline that he all this time he has been in space. I did like the fact that he played himself as Nick Fury different for this movie. Cause yeah. when I started thinking about back to it, I was like, uh, that was really weird. Like he had some weird, like emotional outbursts that was different for the character that he's played so far. Yeah. I didn't really like him. Yeah. Like he, he was, was okay. he yeah. was different in this right? one. And like, what, what was it? Different. Like, what was another uh, movie where he was like a major character, the winter soldier? Like, yeah. I liked him in the winter soldier a lot more than this. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a similar role yeah. in this one where he like yells at Spider-Man for not being hero enough. 
Uh, I yeah. think that was a point where I was like, that does not seem like that would be a Nick Fury thing to yeah. do. And then come to find out that it, it yeah. wasn't Nick Fury. Um, it made a lot more sense at the end where you're like, oh, that is a whole different character. <laughs> Ever since he got unsnapped, he's been somewhere else. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I get it now. Scrolls, man. They're back. They're back. So, what if, so do you think any of the other characters that we know? might be scrolls was the tony stark who did the snap in endgame was he a scroll so i know tony i know that's i know that's a that's a that's a fan theory that's going on around right now because i actually i was reading that one on reddit um i don't think that i don't i don't think that's the case um black widow i think black widow could possibly be um, oh, uh, hey, just so you know, uh, Funko's with Chris brings up, he says, I can't remember, was it the original Sin comic? Yeah, yeah, you find out that Nick Fury has been this person or this role in the universe in the original Sin comic. I just can't remember what they call him. It's like uh, the person on the wall or something like that. Like no, the it's something like eyes on the wall. I, I but, cannot remember. Larry, to, to, to your point, I think I, I think I think I think Black Widow can, could potentially be a scroll. Um, I, I I think there's. And you think there's still so was well, the because one that committed a, suicide was that uh, a scroll or is that the original Black Widow and do we have Black Widow come back as a scroll or is it the well, original? How does that work though? Like, it di- didn't have to be somebody who Clint would have loved. But he like, wouldn't have. Scroll, had, he, he didn't love the scroll. But and he, when he, got, he, he would have thought that was her. Like he had no yeah, idea that it was anybody does. different. But she would have known that. She wasn't the real Scarlet. Yeah. It, but it doesn't matter. And I when she it, died, it, it, the it, it, person it, who's still alive but, is alive that matters. No, it should matter for both because there has to be should, some kind yeah. of valid connection there. It, but yeah. they did have a valid connection. Like, it depends well, on, they could say, like, oh, this entire time she's been a scroll. So the one that he knows potentially is a scroll the whole time. Sure. I'm going to have to agree with Clint on this one. I think the people that died in Endgame are dead for good. I think that if Black Widow was a scroll, like when she hit the ground, (laughs) right when she splatted, (laughs) like when she she revealed her. No, I I think she's. Uh, I think she's coming back as a scroll. Oh, I think she's coming back as. I like the. She'll show back up. I like the alternate timeline Black Widow better. Like, right? It's like she's like like how Gamora is still going to be around. Like. Somehow, I, I like the idea of they go back in time and get Black Widow and when they need her or something honestly, like that. I still want a second Black Widow that's not Natasha that shows up. Scott's all choked up. He's all choked up about it. That's kind of cute. Uh, but we get like flashbacks to Natasha. Sure. Scott's going to die. <laughs> Poor Scott. I'm dying here. What? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh poor scott no i i oh. I, I honestly like i said it's a if if anything <laughs> I, th- I think we'll see more pivotal figures show up as scrolls somebody has to somebody has to now like i said it, it's yeah. it, now this permanently sets the, set the stage for it yeah, yeah. well because i think that he can't have black widow to show back up as a scroll because one they need something to base it off of to turn into right, right? yeah see her or touch her or however that works. Yeah, like they have to they have to kind of see her. So it's one of those things where it's like, well, was maybe the one that died 
a scroll that had just kind of taken over and we have potentially multiple versions of black widow around because you know Maybe it also real? showed two two of them turned into the same person in in uh Captain Marvel, yeah. maybe they they highlighted okay, that for okay. a reason. So I, I have a question though. So this, this is my question. So do you think Old Man Cap is now still Old Man Cap now knowing that yeah. Nick knowing that Nick Fury was a scroll? Because like I said it, to your point, Larry, like I said Nick Fury was out of character. Like I said it, he was he said in, in Scott. Like I said Nick Fury was out of character for Nick Fury a little bit, and so you, you saw I said a little bit of changes for that, and so Captain America with his I said doing things for the greater good, not necessarily doing things for himself. He went back to bang Peggy Carter for all these years. And now he's this old man cap. Like maybe think, he never came back to our universe. I think and the I th- old man yeah. showed up. I don't, as, I, yeah. I, was saying, yeah. I, said, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that was necessarily cap. I think it was, I think cap still stuck back in time. And, yeah. said, and if, 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 for, and if we get cap stuck back in time, there's a couple, there's a couple <laughs> comic book story arcs that follow cap stuck back in time. Oh, see, that we're would make a really good movie too, like yeah. a, a period piece, Captain America. I, I would love a Vietnam so era, him yeah. meeting Nuke, not the Jessica Jones version of Nuke, but the the one that was actually like a uh, Vietnam soldier Nuke. The scrolls are like one of those like rabbit hole topics. You could just keep going down that rabbit hole further and further. Like, oh, what what if this could happen? What if this could happen? There's so many things you could do with that. I just want to see what they're going to do. Yeah, it, it opened up. So regardless, so it, I think it opened up the door. Yes. And, I, and I feel vindicated now that I said that it opened up the door that now we have some some high profile characters yeah. that have come out as scrolls. You know, and Kevin Feige is going to be like Hopper and keep that door open three inches. Mm-hmm. Keep that, that door open <laughs> three inches. And if you want to keep the door open three inches, you should enter our super mega Stranger Things Pies Pack giveaway, and you can win yourself some awesome Stranger Things pops and autographs and miscellaneous stuff like and a all that sort of shit. Yeah, Larry, that was an amazing segue. <laughs> yes, the super mega Stranger Stranger Things Prize Pack giveaway. If you haven't entered, you really need to. SCS guys, top fun. Three thousand entries already, and the daily ones is what it's going to win it for you. So. Yeah. Get on it now. You got 13 days. So, oh yeah. Well, and and, uh, we haven't really talked about this, but we'll be in San Diego next weekend. So I'm assuming no podcast, right? Mm, Yeah. yeah. We'll Well, maybe some surprises. To be seen. To be seen. Yeah. Most likely no podcast. (laughs) Um, But we'll be back definitely the following weekend. Uh, That is when we will announce the winner of our Super Mega Stranger Things prize pack giveaway. Let's just say uh, I'm bringing my my like my mobile mic and everything just in case. You are all right. So we'll talk, uh, but the winner will be announced on the 27th. We will be live. Stay tuned to all of our social media, and we'll keep you updated uh, on whether or not there will be a podcast next weekend. Um, and if even if we don't, uh, stay tuned to our YouTube channel because there will be content. Uh, right, I think I mentioned in the chat uh, one of our favorite videos last year, like, okay, one of our favorite all-time SDS guys videos was when me and Jeremy sat outside their hotel room next to the pool and unboxed <laughs> our uh, Funko Fun Days stuff, our box of fun. Yes, so, yes, yes. Right, you guys already know we're going to Fun Days. There'll be another Fun Days unboxing video here really soon. Stay tuned to all of our social media for a ton of pictures. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at SDS guys. 
We're on Twitter at STS Guys, and I promise to post at least one picture on Facebook at the STS Guys. <laughs> and I am Larry from the STS Guys. Shown like a villain. But seriously, tons of pictures and stuff. Nate's really good at taking pictures of all the different boots and stuff. Uh, there's going to be some cool stuff. Uh, we're probably a little Instagram heavy. So if you're not on Instagram or not following us there, again, at STS Guys. Um, and I promise we'll post up some stuff on the other two. I've been trying to be more active on Twitter. So we'll see what happens. Either way, your feed is getting flooded. Yeah. With STS guys I want to I want to try to make some videos too. So we'll we'll see what happens. You know, maybe maybe uh, Jeremy can sneak into Hall H on Saturday. Like who who well, knows, well, man? We'll but see. You, we'll, we'll see what we can do. You're going to want to stick with us throughout all of San Diego Comic Con because the STS guys are going to be your place to get all the greatest news, all the greatest pictures, see some exclusives, and you'll get to hang out with us all weekend. It's going to be a blast. It's the best. It's, it's the, best. the best. Speaking of the best, you should go check out the best podcast app, PodCoin, which is available on iOS and Android. What's PodCoin, you ask? It's the app that pays you to listen to podcasts. That's right. You can listen to all your favorite podcasts like the SDS guys, like DC and Figures and Collectibles podcasts, like Talking Pops, like Pop Collectors Alliance. We're all on there. And you can earn credits for every minute you listen to us. And then you can turn those credits into real life cash money rewards. That's right. Podcoin. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. All right. So for episode 92 of the SDS guys. Coming soon to you from sunny San Diego, California. I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS guys. Have a great night, everybody. And as Collector Count says, dollar, dollar, <laughs> dollar, dollar bills, y'all. But we will see most, hopefully, a lot of you next week in San Diego. If you're going to be around, hit us up. Find us. Get extra 50 points into the contest. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye.